A little while ago, I was timing something and the timer went off and it became very annoying. And I kind of wasn't, uh, I didn't want to turn it off before I finished the task because that would defeat the point. You're timing it and uh, right away you turn it off. But uh, so my hand reaching for it and after my hand began to reach for it, I told myself, oh, you know, it's okay. You can turn it off. So what's the problem here? The problem is that first of all, I did what I felt like doing. I followed an impulse. And second of all, the little bit of intellect present jumped in and justified it and rationalized it and said, oh, it's okay. And this is, of course, deceptive. Why? Because the idea is that, uh, first of all, we figure out that something is good or bad and then we do it or we don't do it. We don't first do it regardless of the consequences or don't do it regardless of the consequences and then rationalize it and then justify it. But of course, that option is the one that most of us take most of the time. Why? Because thinking is hard. Thinking is painful and it takes a certain degree of development for there to be even a possibility of our thought, of our theoretical, rational thought, to call it theoretical, just a rational thought to affect our behavior and our actions. We have no such capacity. Consequently, the only thing we can do is we can act off of our impulses and inclinations, off of our emotions, off of the unconscious strivings that bubble to the surface. And then with the little capacity that we have to speak and to reason, we use that in order to to say what we have to say. So for example, we fail like um, eh, offending somebody. We fail like sending a mean text to somebody. Afterward, we say, you know, that person deserved it. But it's not like we sat there first for a while and, and, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, ju a jury does in a court case and said, does this person deserve it or not? No, we did it first and then we said the person deserved it. Or, for example, we... Um, we, uh, we're very hungry. We take a candy bar from the, from the store. Then we say the store has enough money. It's not that first of all, out of all the things we could have thought, we thought, you know, that store over there in that corner has enough money. So consequently, I'm going to go and take a candy bar from them because it's only justice. <laughs> we don't do that. And so forth and so on. So the problem is I see every time that that occurs, we uh, further remove ourselves from the possibility of ever being a rational thinking conscious being and, and, and we move towards uh, the eclipse of our consciousness, of our mind, and obviously we can reach a state where we're entirely animalistic and impulsive and unconscious, where there's no way to reason with us whatsoever. Most of us are not quite at that state, uh, but we're, we're close to it. And, and we see that it's very, very difficult to reason with the vast majority of people, meaning not even to reason like we're the ones who want that. We want to get a better deal, but to, to have a, a person's life uh, or choices be affected by a rational argument. For example, to uh, say, you know, that habit of yours is damaging. It's not good. How often do we see that a person says, okay, uh, you're right, and I'm going to stop. Very rarely, because we don't have that control over ourselves yet. Uh, or, for example, you know, it would be very good for me to and begin to do such and such thing. It's very hard to then go from that theoretical thought to actually doing it. I think it's because we spent our life employing this habit of rationalizing our, our impulses and, and it further reduces our powers of, 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 and our freedom. And we can lose our freedom, meaning of rational thought, where we're purely guided again by our impulses and inclinations. So anyhow, we do still probably have the freedom, especially if we can... Um, understand these kinds of concepts, we have the freedom to at least think. So we can uh, use that freedom to and never ever rationalize what we did. When we do something, we have to understand I did it because I had more cause to do it. But the cause wasn't necessarily what I would call 
rational or something that can easily be explained in words. It was some kind of emotion, some kind of striving, some kind of scheme, something. Okay, I did it. Now I can honestly try to figure out why I did it. I can say, okay, I say, said this mean text because I felt insecure, because I felt small, and it was a kind of a natural compensation. I can do that, but I'm not going to sit there and try to make myself feel good. I did that because I'm righteousness incarnate. He or she is evil incarnate. We're not going to do that. We're going to only ask what is the truth. And, and we're going to also give ourselves the leeway to, to, to say that, you know, I'm not the, uh, perfect. It's perfectly fine, just along with everybody else. I do things first and then I think later. I don't need to, to deny that. I don't need to say, no, it's not me. Why? It is me. It's me. It's you. It's all of us. Why Why not? It is what it is. But I'm simply going to uh, do what I do. But then I'm going to think rationally. Was it the right thing to do? Okay, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. I'm so worried about there being a contradiction. Oh, oh my goodness. No, it was a, don't worry. It can be a contradiction. I did the wrong thing. Then I did again the wrong thing. And again, and again, and again. But as long as we keep being honest and we fess up and we say, you know, that wasn't because of that rationalization. It was because of some other reason. Rationalization came after. Eventually, hopefully, we can straighten out our thinking. Hopefully, we can gain freedom of ourselves, and we can completely transform our mode of existence. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.